Episode 178, Preacher Man Fitzsimmons. And you heard the Jeezy, so you know it's the one, the only, Amani, the GOAT, Edwards, in the pub, baby. <laughs> Can't thank you enough for hopping on, we bro. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, brother. You, you're one of those cats, man. I remember growing up and watching, you know, and, and I'll be honest, you know, I was from the mountains of Asheville, so I, I heard an app a little bit. But then when what, what you guys were able to build with that dynasty and obviously knocking out Michigan, the big house, like, I was like, yo, where do I sign? Coach Moore, <laughs> call me up, brother. I'm ready to go. Like, you put it on, man, and you were just an electric player to watch. Um, you're getting your jersey retired finally this year and in, in what, next weekend, 24th? Is that right? Uh, yes, next yeah. weekend. Yep. Heck yeah, man. I, I am pumped for you, uh, and I know that's a huge honor. And so I, I salute to you, man. Well-deserved. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well – Look, dude, it, you are you were ahead of the curve as a dual threat quarterback, and so we always start the show as a blind top five here. Um, basically, what that means is I'm going to give you the category, which is going to be dual quarterbacks, and I'm going to give you one name at a time. You've got to place it in your top five, and then you don't know what's coming next. So you know. All right. So, so what if they're not in my top five? Do I say next or? No, no, you're just, you, you got to rank them in five. You got five spots. How about that? One is the best, okay. five is the worst. And wherever you think they're going to be placed, you put them there. Okay, now you don't All know right, what's gotcha. coming next, though. So you got to be a little okay. strategic. All right, so blind plot, top five, mobile dual threat quarterbacks. You are God tier, so you're not on this list, Armani. Otherwise, you'd obviously be number one here, okay? So I, I got one more question before you go. Yeah, what, what, what we're, we got? We're talking, these are college quarterbacks, correct? Yes, sir, college quarterbacks. Okay. All right. Yep. I try to span the the current generation here. Um, there is there is one old head. I always put a random one in there. So, poor on you. Number one or first up, Mr. Terrell Pryor, Ohio State. Yeah, you're starting tough. Uh, I have no clue who's coming next. I'm a <laughs> I'm gonna put him at four right now. I can't change though, huh? They can't change. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. That's a good start. You got wiggle I'm, room I'm, with that. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping at four then. I like it. Uh yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna put him at five. I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go risky. I think this is the bottom. You, so. Do you know the five quarterbacks? Or I don't know. He doesn't know. Just yeah. Hacky. Okay. Just okay. Hacky. Yeah. All right. But next I've, got, I've got experience with this game. So that that's the one, <laughs> the one edge that I have. The NCAA cheat code, Mr. Pat White. Whew. I'm gonna go two. Man, yeah, I was I was actually thinking that Armani, but I don't want to copy you. I'm gonna put him three, and and hopefully leave room for. I got a couple in mind that could be. So as long as you pick them, we're good. But if you don't pick them, yeah, Pat White at two is really solid. But I'm gonna put him at three. All right, going back in the in the history books there, Randall Cunningham. Running Rebs. Well, I'm already at two and four. Yep. 
and there's no guarantee you're going to choose a couple <laughs> of names I'm thinking. So, <laughs> man, uh, I'm going to be fair considering I didn't watch Randall Cunningham in college. I got to put him at five. That's fair. Ooh. That's absolutely fair. Now, see, yeah, I haven't seen him in college, but I, I thought of like Philadelphia, Randall Cunningham. Um, I see. See, you're cheating though. So we're sticking. Is that to, cheating? <laughs> I'm just assuming. The future, yeah. Yeah, I'm college. assuming he yeah. was quicker. Well, I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna put Cunningham at two. He was. <laughs> that what they they call him? Uh, wasn't it Gumby? Because he had a body like Gumby. You know, just yeah, hard to bring rubbers bounce. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put him at two. All right. The man who put the now nah, that's too much pressure, but made the Rose Bowl exciting again. Mr. Vince Young. Mm. <sighs> See you. You got me now. Um, <laughs> my my numbers have dwindled. This is so. Where I'm at two, uh, four, and five. Yep, yep. So you got one and three. <sighs> I'm a I'm a I'm a bank on you saying the person I think you will say. So I'm gonna have to put uh, Vince Young at three. All right, all right. Wise choice. I think I think he's gonna say it. So I'm putting Vince Young at my four. Four. Who do you guys think I'm gonna say? I have. I'm not telling you. I'm not. There you go. That's right. There we go. Yeah. Good. Both you guys number one. Man, good list. Like overall, I look at y'all's list. I think that's pretty solid. You could have said Lamar too, and I would. Yeah, yeah. Lamar would be. I would be okay with Lamar. Either one. Good list, boys. Good, good, good. Well, that's that's how we start to show a little warm up here, Monty. And uh, now we get to kind of grill you a little bit, which, you know, once again, we can't thank you enough for hopping on. You you go to app, and in my eyes, like we list those mobile quarterbacks, you're just ahead of the time. What you're able to do with your feet and then obviously your arm strength, that, you know, that's a whole different story. I, if you're playing in today's game, there's no telling where, where you would be at. Like, I just feel like you were just ahead of the time, it seemed like. Um, but how did you get to app? How did that story unfold for you? Um, app was pretty much one of the, the last offers I got literally, you know, weeks before, um, signing day in February. And I was pretty much, um, set on going to Georgia Southern actually. (laughs) So I was, I was going to Georgia Southern, but two things happened. Uh, the first thing, all the coaches, um, that I was actually getting recruited by, they got fired. Then number two, during, uh, the week that I was going to visit Georgia Southern app finally gave, a uh, gave a call and mm. wanted, uh, wanted me to visit that same weekend and talking with, uh, my head high school coach, he, he said he felt that that would be, um, the best fit for me scheme wise. So yeah. I, I chose to decline uh, the Georgia Southern um, visit, and I went out. Good choice. I think it worked out pretty damn well. Uh, growing so. up, <laughs> growing up, how many sports did you play? Three: um, yeah. basketball, baseball, football. Then up until seventh, eighth grade, I stopped playing baseball, and throughout high school, it was just football and basketball. Nice, nice. Okay, what position do you play in uh, baseball and basketball? Baseball, it was first base pitcher, and I even played played a little bit of third base, even though I was left-handed. So, kind of, kind of weird. But 
it happened, <laughs> but it was primarily uh, pitching and first in baseball. <laughs> Bas- basketball, um, from where, where I'm from, you know, That's six awesome. three, six four, you're playing center. So I played point, shooting guard, small four, even uh, some some powerful, depending <laughs> on the our size of our team. But primarily, I was uh, the point guard most of the time. Uh. I love that. I'm, I might dip into Fitz's question here, so I apologize. Step on your your uh, feet here, but it, compare your basketball skill here. Who is who's your uh, who's your li- uh, light game comparison? In game comparison, oh man, yep, that's a tough one. I never been asked that question. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at your frame, thinking your size. I'm thinking a little Chris Bosh esque. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay, it's a point Chris guard. Bosch, no, yeah. Nah, okay. um, only one I can think of right now is uh Chris Paul, but I can actually dunk. He doesn't dunk, so yeah, that's yeah. the only name that can come to that uh comes mm-hmm. to mind right now as a point guard. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Fitz, you got any thoughts on that one? I was thinking maybe Iverson. Iverson could throw down. Baron Davis could also dunk. Um, yeah, yeah. Baron Davis also had the three ball. You might you might be a Baron Davis guy. If, if the, I mean, the three-point shot is there. I can shoot the three, but, you know, when I was in high school, the game wasn't as it is now. It was, you know, it was very traditional, uh, especially at my high school, pass the ball a certain amount of times, try to get the ball inside. So yeah. we, we didn't do too much uh, shooting threes. Real, real fundamental-esque, yeah. banging the paint. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, well, you had this historic career at App, man. I, I've got to know what is, what's like the crowning achievement for you. You know, obviously the Michigan comes to mind, but then you you've got the Natties, you got the rings. Like, what is like when you look back at your time, like yo, that was that was the moment right there. Like, I felt like top of the mountain. I mean, it has to be. It's it's, it's always and forever the the national uh, championships. Because yeah, as a as a football player. Um, I would say 95% of us are are in it for the team, not not selfish. Uh, that was me. I was in it for the team. The number one goal was to be the last team standing. And um, I was fortunate enough to be on two of those teams. So those Absolutely. are definitely one and two. Yeah, man. Do you, you got the two rings next to the Walter Payton Award? You got those next to each other? They are, they are actually uh, put up right now. We've been doing a lot of moving from, yes. from Canada, from different places. So they're not sitting up at the moment. All right. We got to put those in the man cave. Let, let people know when they come in. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And, you know, we touched on a little bit here, but you get – you go to Carolina, you get drafted by the Panthers, or you, you know, you get signed, but then they move you to wide receiver. I said, I think you're just ahead of the time here. Um how was that experience getting to play for that Carolina team? Something that you're familiar with? Um, player-wise and, and uh, um, a few coaches, I met a lot of great people, um, some long-lasting relationships. Uh, playing-wise is on the different end of the spectrum. Um, that was pretty much uh, my NFL career was in my, in my books and my experience, like pretty much the worst part of my football career. Um, yeah. No, it, it it wasn't more so that I had to change positions. It's just the the more so, um, you know, at the, my first year, 
dealing with an organization that certain people didn't want me. So kind of kind of was put on the shelf, didn't get the help that um, mm. I was looking for. So I was still, you know, pretty much out there just just running with a with a like a chicken with his head cut off trying to figure it out. Then, uh, you know, uh, when you're on losing teams, so the just the the smallest thing is is magnified when you're when you're not having a winning season. So yeah. everything was just amplified. Dang, man. It, like, did you know going in the situation it was going to be like that? Or did it like gradually happen over time where you're like, yo, these this MFR don't want me right now? Oh, no, I had no clue. Um, man. You know, I, I knew going in that I wasn't going to play quarterback. I already knew I was moving to receiver and uh, return specialist. So that's not like that was a blind side. I just wasn't, you know, I, I just wasn't ready for, you know, college to NFL. The, the experience is, you know, it's like night and day. So I wasn't ready for it. Yeah, yeah. it just, just turned into a, a big business. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And I can't think of one person off the top of my head that's really had true success switching from quarterback to wide receiver. You know, a guy we mentioned earlier, Terrell Pryor, he he was forced kind of the same thing in Oakland and it like it just never panned out, unfortunately. Um, and man, that's just such a tough situation for you. And, and, you know, it seemed like the fans wanted you, obviously Carolina wanted you. It, I, my heart went out for you when that when all that stuff went down. But then you had a resurgence. You had a rebound. Going to Canada, playing a little CFL, man. How was that? How did you get that call? Like, how did that whole process work out? Um, it was great. Um, the GM for the Montreal team, he actually was calling me um, around 2014, uh, right before I was signing with the Bears, um, Jim Pop, and he wanted me as a quarterback because um, he he grew up in uh, the Charlotte area. I think he's from Mooresville. So he's always followed followed me at Appalachian State, and he wanted me to come up there as a quarterback. But you know, by this time, I'm I'm so far gone from playing quarterback. I'm four or five years removed. I'm, you know, I, I feel like I can play receiver now at this stage uh, with the help of Ricky Pro and a couple more guys uh, like Steve Smith and other players uh, within my last two years in Carolina. So. Yeah. And at that time uh, in 2020, uh, 2014, I was still trying to pursue my NFL career. But, you know, make a long story short, when I got cut from the Bears, he called again. And he <laughs> wanted me to come up there again. But then at this time, I was completely done with football. Um, I, was, I was at my ends with it. I, I was hanging up the cleats and I was done. So yeah. for 2024, 2014, I'm sorry. And the entire 2015, I I wasn't playing football. I wasn't doing anything. But then um, I – it's weird up there. They they have the rights to players, to Americans. So I guess he traded my rights by that time when he figured I wasn't coming. So in 2016, um, I had a – I got a call from another guy, and he was uh, for the Saskatchewan team yeah. um, out west. And he also followed my college career. And – wanted me to come up there and he, he wanted me as a receiver, but he said he would love to do, you know, some wildcat um, stuff as well. So by this time I was, you know, out of my feelings and, and wanted to finish uh, my football career on a high note instead of where I had left it. So I, I took that chance and went up there and, and went from there. Absolutely, man. You, and you go to Toronto, you win the great cup, you know, that championship. I know that had to feel good. 
Um, how was that experience playing in Toronto and winning that championship? Uh, it was great, man. Um, it was great. Um, not just being able to, you know, win a another ring on a on a different level. Obviously, yeah. it's not the NFL, but it, it's still professional. And and to do that, but then to do it as a receiver, where you know, you you didn't pan out as you as as you hope to do mm-hmm. in the NFL, but go up there and and, and put up uh, decent numbers and contribute. Um, to a, a team that, that finishes on top. So uh, that was a great feeling. Absolutely, man. Uh, I got to know, how was life in Canada for you? <laughs> Toronto, it was great. Uh, we yeah. loved it. Um, if if the opportunity had presented itself, which we was hoping for, we'd still be up there right now yeah. uh, living in, in Toronto. Um, but, yeah. you know, my contract ended and I went to a different team to finish out my career. So... Um, outside of Toronto, yeah, it's it's hit or miss. Um, it's it's all laid back, no matter where you go. But just the the vibe and experience, and we have kids uh, being able to do want to do things. Toronto is the best uh, place to be at. Dude, absolutely. I, you're not the first person I heard say that. I heard Toronto is just a great city, just a great environment, great culture up there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, last question for me. I know I'm stealing this from Fitz, and I'll let Fitz hop in here. I'm just your part. Listening, enjoying the ride, <laughs> vibing. Yeah, uh, you're part of the experiment right before COVID kind of canceled everything. How was that whole operation for you? How was that like? Hey, we're playing. Oh wait, COVID. Like, how how was that whole situation for you? Um, I mean it. It was just for me. It was something like having your car on neutral. Um, I was in between. You know, it happened so fast because the CFL we just finished in November. So I am preparing um, to, you know, uh, go back to the CFL. So, and at that moment, I wasn't getting um, any calls during that time. So, you know, the XFL had presented itself and it just so happened to be in a situation where I just started my training back. So I'm not up to par. And when I get there, um, they have a, it's not a team. It's it's like a place where players that are, that are that have contracts. I had a contract, but I'm not on the team. It was weird how they do mm-hmm. it. So I was on that team per se to get in shape and everything. And when I got a um, got the call from Dallas, I still not in the best shape yet, and I get hurt. So I didn't get to touch the field. So you know, when I was about yeah. to play, I I got hurt. Absolutely. We we started this thing like right when the XFL was like shipping off and like it was like, oh, we're like and then we saw you get picked up like, yo, this is gonna be awesome. We got XFL like Armani's going to be like on there. We're going to be able to watch him and then the injury and then things not panning out for the XFL that run. Um, damn. But uh, Fitz, uh, I'll let you hop in here before I, I finish out. If you got Yeah. It. And just starting with a personal note, I was a freshman in high school summer of 2007 i think that was the first time i stepped on app state campus with a cross-country camp and i was like oh this campus is cool all right what's up a couple months later (laughs) app state upsets michigan in the big house and i'm like who's this armani edwards guy and and i was a fan so you you know you you made a you know a 14 year old 
kid, a fan, and and that kind of, you know, that's where App State even tugged on my heart a little bit to say, hey, maybe <laughs> maybe I go to school here. Um, so it's just kind of cool, just that that really did that that kind of instilled my love for for App State football. So it, this is awesome. Um, I I do want to ask about that Michigan game. Uh, you know that obviously for every player on that field from top to bottom uh, from the App State side, that was just like, had to be one of the craziest feelings. But being quarterback of that team, uh, what what were your emotions or feelings being, I guess, from like stepping in the big house? Was there pressure on you? Did you feel composed? Was it kind of a roller coaster throughout the game? Uh, Just walk us through that experience for you. Man, it's, it, was, it was a lot leading up to that game. Um, a lot of people don't know. We didn't have our starting center for that game. Um, oh, wow. So he, he got hurt in camp. Um, I, was, I went into that game hurt. I had an AC joint in my throwing shoulder, shoulder that I didn't practice uh, for the week leading up to that game. So we was dealing with um, a lot of injuries. And two or three days before that game, nobody got to practice because we had a crazy rainstorm that came in. And we didn't have our indoor finished at that time. So we, so we didn't get to practice two, three games leading up to it. We're missing our starting center. He's a senior. Uh, so <laughs> You're kidding. Lot, that is ridiculous. There's a lot leading up to it, but um, – we still had a lot of veteran presence and what people are not realizing too, going into that game, we're coming off a 14 game winning streak. Yeah. Our last loss is against North Carolina um, state. That was game one of my freshman year. So we haven't lost since then. With so two at, championships in the bag. Yes. With, right. with back-to-back titles. So at this point, you know, our confidence is through the roof. Um, we're feeling like nobody can, can beat us as long as we don't beat ourselves. And, you know, watching film uh, throughout the summer and, and during camp, we saw that they had trouble, you know, covering the spread offense. They, mm-hmm. they was having trouble uh, covering Ohio State, who was in the spread. And obviously a week after us, um, I don't know if you guys remember that Oregon hung up over 50 on them. Yeah. They were in the spread. So we, we was confident, even more confident um, on offense. Only thing that we was just, uh, you know, a little weary about, you know, that they're, they're one of the top D1 schools in the nation. So all their linemen are 6'5", 6'6", 315. Big boys, where, yeah. Where we have one of those, the rest of our linemen are 6'1", 250, <laughs> 275. So as long as our linemen, you know, can can hang in there for four four quarters, I, uh, we felt that we had a chance. And, you know, everybody played their part, and the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Were you were you nervous in the game? I mean, you look in in every highlight, you just look poised. Like you just look like you you're like, nah, we've been here before. Like we, you know, we can handle this. And you hadn't necessarily been there before. Um, but you you guys looked that way. Were there nerves? No, I, Was there a cool no, confidence? I, I I never got nervous before uh during any games. Um once once I stepped out on the field. You know, it, it, it's just football now. Um, you know, we're, we're, it's with anything, when you put in all that time and a thousand hours, it, it, it's just natural now. Um, so that's all that was. Adrenaline is always pumping. So my adrenaline pumps before any nerves can, can kick in. 
Yeah, but still is best that block kick, best college football moment ever. I'm a little biased, but <laughs> that is what I think. Uh, for my boy Josh, I gotta take you back to Montana. This is from Josh Abisher. He's been on the podcast. Um, gotta take you back to 2009. Uh, Josh was in East Dormitory at App State. Would you have gone for two? Would you guys have gone for two if you got a touchdown in the last play against Montana? No, I'm pretty sure we would have picked it to overtime. Yeah. I I don't think we would have went for two. Um, You know, we kind of let the defense down going into the second half. Uh, We had the lead, uh, had a couple of turnovers coming out. And just couldn't couldn't get it in the end zone. Uh, they did a great job adjusting, but I definitely think we would have went into overtime and and went from there. Yeah, I, yeah. I coached with a guy that that played at Montana, and uh, he used to rip me all the time about that. I was like, "Yo, come on!" I was I was I was a freshman in high school. Come on, what are we doing? <laughs> now we were juniors in high school. Or juniors, yeah. Thank you, thank you. At that point, my love for Av was like, I'm going here. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was devastated as a yeah. high school. I knew I was going to. Um, I got two more questions. One, um, I guess just, you know, it's it's so it's fun to play the what if game, but it also like you like you also like just re- respect the journey, like being mm-hmm. able to play quarterback and then receiver and then have the, the great Canadian success. I guess like it's hard not to wonder like in this new era where we're looking like it's that art, that run pass option, you know, that's become a part of the NFL, the baseball style quarterbacks throwing with your feet, not set and all these little things that have just changed so much since 2009, 2010. Um, did you ever consider playing quarterback again, or were you just kind of set on, on the, uh, evolving and and being the best wide receiver you could be no it 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 took um it took some years to finally just get over like hey quarterback is over you got to figure out this wide receiver thing so definitely when i was drafted um especially at how year one went and even you know a couple of years after that i still had that that quarterback in me um that's all i played playing football since the age of six i was the quarterback so um, it was it was natural to me. So yes, I definitely had that in me. But you know, once you know, three four years rolled out, I definitely was just hell bent on being the best receiver after that. Once I decided to go to um, Canada. Yeah. All right, I got one more question for you. This is a completely new question. No, we, we've interviewed a lot of app players. Ooh. None of them have gotten this one. All right. Uh, so flag football has been in the conversation with with sports because of it being added to the olympics in future games if you could create a flag football team with you and six other players that you have crossed careers with so like just thinking of like app state like i was just looking through some legend like dexter jackson was the speedster track guy when when you were there Traveris Cadet, who's had an NFL career. Brian Quick, that was the guy when, when Hacky and I went through BQ yeah, and BQ all the hype around him. DJ mm-hmm. Smith, linebacker drafted by the Packers. I was a big fan of him. Uh, Demetrius McCray, you got McCray Island corner. 
Yeah. Uh, Troy Sanders at safety, and then Sam Martin, punter who's still in the NFL, just kicking bombs. Yeah. Um, and then not to mention, you know, legend Jerry Moore. That's just the App State crew. <laughs> you know, yeah. we got Panthers history. We got Canadian football history. But if you and six guys growing up in flag football, who's your squad? And this for my college and professional career. Yeah, it can be anybody. And I don't, I can only choose six. Man, that's yeah, yeah that's six. A tough one. You and six guys. You got to play both ways. <laughs> you got to play both ways. Yep. That's a tough one. So, um, you know, I, I I have to have uh, Steve Smith. So I have to have Brian Quick. Oh. Do am I included in the six, or I get to choose six? I assume you're included. If you want to coach, you can throw in an extra. Yeah. <laughs> so I only got three more slots. No, you, you, you got four more. You're number seven. Depends if you want to play quarterback or if you just want to coach the team. But I assumed you wanted to play. All right, so four more slots. Oh, man. Uh, that's a hard one. Um, throwing Thomas Davis. Ooh, TD. Um, throw in um, how many more I got? Three? Yeah, uh, three more. Yeah. Um, I have to throw in SJ Green. Uh, you guys can look him up, um, CFL. So, but I only got one defensive player now. I need some other guy. What positions, um, SJ? What's receiver? What's okay. So, you got three receivers, a linebacker, and uh, Hold on, I'm what did you say? I'm gonna have myself as the coach. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, so you can, when you get off to, uh, you guys look up Ricky Ray for quarterback, uh, Canadian right. Football League. How many slots I have left? Two. Two, you I got think. Two. Yeah. Man. Um, I will put uh, Chris Gamble for a corner. Ooh. And give me Luke Keekley. Oh man, Luke! I love that. That's a good, yeah. Good question. Good answer. Uh, what? Hey, it's 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 past our time. We took you too long, Armani. We can't thank you enough for hopping on, man. Um, you know, shout out to House United for setting this up for us. Uh, I know you got the meet and greet coming up next Saturday, which we're excited for against Phil Southern. And you get your number retired, dude. I am pumped for you. Congratulations, brother. Feel free to plug anything you want right here. You deserve uh, thank it. You, uh, thank you guys for having me. And the meet and greet will be Friday. Friday. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that's the 24th at Boonshine from 2 to 4. Let's go. So, Let's go. You guys can stop by there. Have a good time. Awesome, man. Well, hey, can't thank you enough, man. Best of luck in the next adventure of your life, the next chapter. Let it be the best one for you, brother. Uh, thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Take care. Uh, Y'all too. Man, how cool! Just talking to the legend, dude. That was so cool. God. I was I was fangirling like Jay Gray did when we had uh, Chase Bryce on. Chase Bryce on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's definitely yeah. up there with Joey Chestnut. Like he's one of the biggest names we've had. I mean, for real, he he made me want to go to App. Like he's yeah. part of that story. I mean, obviously, like me going to camp is a big. Like going to Part camp it, there, yeah. like I fell in love with the school. Yeah. But then to know, like, oh shit, they got a football team. 
Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, you knew that it's like, okay, yeah. yeah D2 though. Okay. But that was like, oh, yeah, they got like a squad. I, no, I was like, I, I fell in love with, with that whole thing. Dude. I, I completely agree with you. And it's, like for me, when they beat Michigan, me growing up a Notre Dame fan, I was like, "Yeah, I know I'm not. Kidding. I can't play at Notre Dame, but there's a chance I can play at App now. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a real possibility. I loved it. And then obviously going there for a visit, you fall in love with the culture and everything. It's yeah, Armani was the guy that put it on the map for me too. So it's it, it was really dope. And I can't thank him or House United enough for for setting that up. If you're in the Boone area, go to Boonshine, go meet him. Real cool dude. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's get into our our news section here. Um, not a lot of crazy news, but we do got to talk about Mr. Jimbo Fisher getting a $76 million buyout to not coach. Last week, Texas A&M boosters come in there and they gave the, the school a $78 million check at halftime. One of those big old commercial check looking things following Sunday. He's out. He's dead. He's done. Get him out of Texas A&M. I, I'm not surprised. I, I think I just $76, $76 million. What am I doing wrong? Like to get fired and get paid that much? I'm doing something wrong in life. So they had to pay him 76 mil? So over the course of the next five years, six years, they'll pay him $76 million. It's $26 million off the jump plus X amount every year. So it's like a – to fire him. To fire him. It's a buyout. What is my job? Oh, right, yeah. Oh my gosh. To not go. I need to sign I need to sign one of those contracts. Uh I think I read an I read an article today for the past two years, two seasons, $126 million for D one coaches not to coach. That's what they're paying. Obviously, seventy six million coming from Jimbo here. But still I thought you just when you fire someone, I thought you just fired them. It was just contract, like, baby. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. Crazy. That's crazy. I thought you had to work to get paid. You know. Hey, I, I'm with you, but we're in the wrong business, brother. I, I need <laughs> I need to do something else. Man, to suck that's at your nuts. job that bad. That's nuts. I, I put this in the group chat, and we kind of joked around with it a little bit, but like. Is there another like? Is this the best example of one player making someone's coaching career, like getting them the bag? I'll say it that way. Jameis Winston, then winning a Natty, and then year later, Jimbo Fisher's at Texas A and M getting the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, is there what? What other examples are there? You know, I, I guess maybe you could argue Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, but no, yeah, I, it's not to this Belichick level. Belichick was already made. Belichick was already made. Belichick made Tom Brady, honestly. Yeah, you think you, you think if Tom Brady doesn't, I think that would be the the opposite, as you could say. Man. Belichick got, but no, Brady proved to be. That's just. Yeah, I was about to say Brady at Buccaneers. I, I'm just saying, Belichick hasn't had success since Brady's left. That's not. That's that's a weak. I'm I'm thinking who would be the argument? <clears throat> John Calipari, John Wall, maybe. Uh, college basketball, you know? Ooh, or uh, maybe D Rose, maybe D Rose Calipari. That D Rose got him the Kentucky, oh, the job, Kentucky job, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea with him at Memphis. Yeah, but again, I, he's a pretty good coach. Like, yeah, I, yeah, it's hard. 
It's hard to think of that. Like, so, yeah, I think Jimbo's number one here. He might be the winner of this whole thing, which is not really a winning thing. Hmm. It's crazy. Um, and maybe then Warren, Warren Sapp, Keyshawn Johnson, maybe. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. All right. Like, I like it. Warren Sapp vouching for Keyshawn to come to the Bucks, and Keyshawn just had a trash career from that point. Yeah. Poor Keyshawn. Never was the same. That's really the only news section I have before we do our NFL picks. Do you, I mean, do you have anything? Um, the only thing I've got just on college coaches, I'm tired of seeing the Jim Harbaugh slander. Yeah. Uh, and just short note that I think I just wonder how many coaches are doing that shit. And I feel like Harbaugh's just it, – it's just been in every conversation. Yeah. And I'm just there to say if it's in the air of a conversation, tell them to shut the hell up. And just be like, how many, how many coaches you think are doing this? Yeah, like here's, I said a couple weeks ago. As a coach, I I still signs too in game mode. Like we're across the field from each other, and you make it a big elaborate sign. I take note of it. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? What did they run there? And I I, I keep chart of it in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't pre you know unless it's on film. I'm watching. And I notice it on the sideline or something. That's their fault for putting it on film. <sighs> He broke a rule. Obviously, it's a rule. Michigan broke it. He knew he, he had to know about it. You can't do this for two years and not know about but it. But I'm I'm just saying there's probably a dude sitting in the stands for oh, Bama dude. Yeah. That is trained when they asked, like, when you say if they find out, what do you say? You know, and yeah, yeah. They didn't train the lie. Talent, you know, so. die with yeah. the lie. And I'm just convinced the Michigan guy didn't know how to die with the lie. And then yeah. it all just, you know. Or he was just that obvious or something. You know, like yeah. the whole Central Michigan. Michigan, Michigan will fuck it up. That's part yeah. of it. It's like yeah. Michigan wouldn't have it under control. They I would agree. be the team to to get blasted for this because they just – 100%. They don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I think every team does this. I just – they're the dumbasses that get caught and they have to pay the price. I don't like the way the, NC, or the Big Ten did it. Like, hey, we're going to Veterans Day. We think we're going to punish you. And then Saturday morning, boom, you can't show up. And it's like, yo, he's already traveled with it. Like, what are we doing? You should have made this announcement Thursday, Friday, not wait until Saturday morning. It, it, it's dumb as hell for them doing it. Now they got to wait till Friday for the hearing. I, you know, he yes, they deserve some type of punishment because it is rule and they got caught breaking it. Even though it's a rule that everyone, but it's a rule. But the way they punished him at that timeline, I don't agree with. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they I hope burn, they burn in hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, let's get into our picks here, man. And uh, I'm sweating bullets here. Thursday night game, prime time. My boys are on the road. Mm. We dropped one to Houston that we should not have dropped. Looking at you, Boyd. No, not really. I'm not a hater of Boyd. We wouldn't have been in that situation without him, and then he drops the ball. and then uh, It's a whole other thing. Anyways, Bengals at Ravens, over and set 46.5. Baltimore, 3.5-point favorite. They're wearing black on black on black. It's a blackout in Baltimore. What do you take? Yeah, they're not losing that if, if it's blackout. Can I just say total opposite of last Thursday, the the Bears Panthers. Yeah, where it's you like know, to actually stress. have like a playoff matchup, perhaps yeah. for the division. Yeah. You know, yeah, like so a lot at stake, um, and just two, you know, two of the greatest quarterbacks, um, two of the greatest college quarterbacks. Now, yeah, great pro quarterbacks. I'm gonna take the Ravens. I trust their defense. Um, yeah. And it seems like they got a running back dude. in in this guy out of nowhere. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens. I yeah, I don't blame you. I this is I don't like this position. Yes, we were five and four last year, but it was a different vibe. We're going in this game without Trey Hendrick uh, Henderson. We're probably without um, Sam Hubbard. It seems like with the ankle. T. Higgins, it seems like we're out of hit. Like we're we're out three big names here, mm-hmm. two on defense, and we really need to get a laugh to Lamar. Lamar has looked like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde this year, where he he has just as many interceptions as touchdowns, but the defenses have balled him out. The run game has bailed him out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm terrified here because I feel like if we lose, it's over. It's GG for our season. Um it, it's a lot of pressure. I'm our backs against the wall. I hope we're gonna come out and fight. I'm gonna go Bengals here, but I, I'm not betting on it. Terrified. But you're right. Must watch football Thursday night. Let's go into Sunday. The other half of the AFC North, which, by the way, shout out to AFC North. They hit all four teams as of four o'clock Sunday were all in the playoff. They were all ready to go punch their ticket if the playoffs ended then that day. So screw, screw that Pittsburgh game. Yeah, yeah. Steelers at Browns over on us at thirty-seven and a half. Cleveland three and a half point favorite. Oh man. This one's tough. I mean, I thought the Ravens would handle the Browns, but yeah. that was that was way high score. I didn't think it would be a shootout I the either. way it was. Um, and the, it, the the Ravens had them. You cut the game at halftime. Yeah. It's like, yo, the Ravens they yeah. wrapped it up. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, the Browns they definitely they have some resilience. Yeah, Steelers. I don't know. They're they're figuring it out somehow. They're they're in every game. I think the Steelers. Uh, I think they play sloppy, but they find a way to win. Yeah, what's what's that word we like to call teams around here? Fraud. Steelers are they're, fraud. I don't know if they're a fraud, dude. They're, six and three. They're the biggest fraud out of the six and three teams. Like they shouldn't they be six and like three. A, they feel like a QB away. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I agree. But then even if you look at offensive numbers, running game and stuff, they're not. They're not good, dude. They're, I love their running backs. They're just. I don't know. Jalen Warren is my favorite. Dude, Warren's Packer. He's been in huge league. in fantasy for me. I love I, him. He's not, just, even, not even fancy. He just runs hard. I feel like yeah. I say it every week, and he I love that guy. Yeah. Hey, he gives me consistent 20 points. Everyone needs a mid-major guy. Or like yeah, a, you know, like a, like everyone needs that just that. That I feel like that can be the heart of your team. The mid-major. Like Adam Thielen for the Panthers. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. Or Jalen Warren for the Steelers. You just need that guy that just has that grit and that like, blue collar. They they fought their way up, yeah. you know, Mister Two Star. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. I like Two it. Star. I love it. All right. Um. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna go Cleveland here just because it's at home. It's in the dog pound. I just I think Pittsburgh's a fraud. I don't think they really deserve to be in the playoff hunt. But I'm also a Cincinnati fan, so. Bears Lions, it's in Detroit. Detroit, 10 and a half point favorite over on a set at 46 and a half. That seemed a little high to me when I had to type that out. No, that's uh, they're gonna crush that. I'm gonna take Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take Detroit too. I, I think they hit the minus 10 and a half. 46 and a half, though. You're asking Detroit to score what 43 and a half points right there. I, I don't think that Chicago scores a tutty. I, I don't yeah. see it. Yeah, give me give me Motor City. Shout out to Tim in the afterlife. Hmm. <laughs> your Packers hosting the Chargers over on us at 44 and a half LA three point favorite I had to put the G backwards today because you were supposed to beat Pittsburgh man 
You no, we would have if you let me if the if the refs didn't rob us on a no lateral call. Mm. Mm. And I and screw Gene Steratore <laughs> to this day. You know, Gene, what do you see? And like we all see the Music City Miracle. Like right. the Frank Wycheck, like down the sideline. It's like, oh yeah, the rule, if it's if it's beside you, it's a lateral. Right. You know, so it'd be a fumble. And the ball is like even moving a little bit back. Gene Steratore, you can't flip that call, Jim. Dude, screw that guy. I just <laughs> screw that guy. I can't believe it. Oh, if they call that, we win that game. And but regardless, um, I actually thought the Packers. I thought their passing game looked the best it has all year. Yeah, I, I really felt that. I think the situation they were in, you know, being down four instead of three with the with the missed extra point. I just think that caused them to uh, to be a little more aggressive than they should have been. Um, so I'd be curious in this matchup. The Chargers have not been great against the pass. Mm-hmm. If if the Packers are coming to their own offensively, I actually like the Packers in this one. I think they start clicking. So go yeah. back. Go. I, I I don't hate your takes, man. I I it's to me it's going to come down to the running game. That's why I have both both running backs there because. Jay Love looked good. Chargers suck on secondary. But then Air Bear on the other side, I think he could really do some damage to your secondary. So whoever can run the ball, control the clock, and really get north and south, I think that's who's going to win this game. I sound like a Mm blue-collar mountain coach here. but I just like our defense better than the Chargers. And and it's funny because the Chargers have the highest-paid defense in the league. They got some dudes. They got some names. Yeah, they just haven't figured it out. They're not clicking. Yeah. I'm worried this is the game they get it clicking, but it is Green Bay. It's at home. Let's Lambo leap. Let's go Green Bay. Vegas Dolphins over and set 48 and a half. Miami 12 point favorite against the Raiders. I feel like the Raiders are starting to figure things out. Maybe that's two in a row, baby. I feel like that's the effect of firing your coach. Yeah. You know, you got a Compton guy. Yeah, I don't know. You just, you play with a little more grit. Yeah, you you start to find a different culture. Smoking um, smokes after wins. I'm gonna take the upset in this, Let's go. or at least go, go against the spread. You know, yeah. 12 points is is a lot. I'll take the Raiders to call my shot, but I'm thinking about this one in the parlay. Just just the points factor, dude. I I love that take. Give me hammer Vegas plus 12. Let's go ahead and lock that in for the parlay. Sure. I, I think that's easy money. I, I don't see Max Crosby in that defense getting dummied like that by Tua. I'm a, I, let's make the 3-0 Raiders. Antonio Pierce, welcome to the NFL. You keep rolling, brother. I just like their swagger. They're smoking stoves in the locker room after wins. I love it. Let's go Raiders. Commanders, Giants, the game no one gives a shit about. Over under at 37.5, Washington, 9.5-point favorite. Man, can you believe? Can you believe Sam Howell is leading the NFL in passing yards? Dude, I I looked at that thing four times today. I said, "There's no way." Let me refresh. Let me do another article. Like, there's no way. Yeah, he is. It's crazy. Shout out the boy. Um, yeah, this is unfortunate, and man, I feel bad for. I how do I feel bad for the Giants? (laughs) Maybe it's just I feel bad for Saquon. It yeah, just he's yeah. he's such a good player on just a shit show. 
And curious how many coaches have won coach of the year and uh, then gone on to get fired. I think that could be the Giants coach. Um, Yeah, I'll take Washington to win this one. Dude, I'm with you too. I think Washington, I I think they cover here. Sam Halshout, North Carolina boy from Waynesville, little Mm -hmm. Tuscola, but he went to Sun Valley Union. But uh, yeah. Great, great uh, North Carolina game this weekend, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, you do can see I hey, I watched that a boy. Watched hey, the game. It was I a hell of a game. game. It was a good game. This year. I watched the game. Yeah. Shout out to the boy. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. All right. Panthers hosting Dallas. Dallas 10 and a half point favorite. Over on set 42 and a half. Golly. And I feel bad for Adam Thielen the same way I feel bad for Saquon. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think the Cowboys. This Yeah, is, man. This is just a sad. This is this is sad. How, like how do you feel like Carolina fans just look CJ Stroud balling and they're like, "Oh, my my parents, you know, they were in town this week and we watched Thursday night, you know, they're playing against the shitty Bears and they can't do anything and yeah. My mom at one point, she just she did the this is where I know I'm my mother's child. She gives me like her 15 minute of, you know, everything that's wrong with the Panthers and why they couldn't get CJ Stroud, why they couldn't keep Coach Wilkes and went for someone as useless as Frank Reich and all the just just everything. Dana, just like we're we're never we're never gonna crawl out of this. We we made like she thinks the franchise is going to get sold and all this stuff. Oh shit! But yeah, no, it's tough. It's tough, dude. It's real tough, man. And I, like, I, I look at Carolina fans. I used to hate Carolina fans because they're just like, especially like Cam Newton and we we're coming to college and stuff. They're like, we're the best damn team. And it's like, all right, let's calm most fair weather. Like, yeah, most yeah, most are fair weather fans. Exactly. I have the luxury of the perspective of. A true diehard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially my mother. My yeah. My dad, he's got that Carolina in his blood. You know, like the Tar Heel. Right, right. He's a little fair weather. You know, yeah. he won't admit it, but he's a little fair weather. Yeah. Not not Dana and Evan. We're the we're the true we're diehard, yeah. We're faithful to our team. I, see, like how you feel bad for New York fans, I feel bad for Carolina fans. It's just like you had your coach, you said fucking let him go. You, had, you well, had your you know, chance at a quarterback, and you said, fuck him, let him go. Like this, You is- know, what's funny is my mom probably shares what other Panthers fans feel is so Steve Wilkes goes to the Niners <laughs> to, become their def- to become their defensive coordinator. And he's loving Christian it. McCaffrey, who was in a dying situation, now he's, you know, their star player. Yeah. So a lot of Panthers fans have probably become Niners fans just for this year. I mean, that's your, that's your playoff ball. team at this point, right? Yeah, it has like to be. Like, go win one for Coach Wilkes, go win one for McCaffrey. Yeah. So those are real feelings. Yeah, yeah. I I, I can totally sympathize with that. Given the Dallas, I, I think they thud the Panthers here. All right. Titans-Jags over on set 39.5. I put Trevor Lawrence on the wrong side. Jacksonville, 6.5-point favorite. You taking touchdown Jesus or Mayo Eaton? Will Levis. I, I'm a Levis fan, and maybe I jumped onto that too early. He's going to be my new Daniel Jones. I'm no, a little worried about. We're sorry, Will. I, we are sorry. But I do I do like him a lot. Um, I really do. Um, 
and I'm worried maybe he needs the reverse juju. I'm not convinced. I think my brain's telling me I, I hyped a little too much. He's he's probably more Daniel Jones than he is oh, shit. Uh, Joe Burrow. So let me take – I'm going to take the Jags because my brain's telling me to, to just chill a little bit. Yeah, that's that's absolutely fair. Now the Jags are coming off just a complete ass-kicking, 34-3. and three. Um, 49ers put it on them. Titans lost to the Buccaneers, though, 26. So Duval County, let's get it back. Give me touchdown, Jesus. Uh, it's also the Jags hosting Titans. I feel like the Titans haven't won in Duval County in years. Yeah. So that might be a parlay pick, too. Sure. Cards, Texans, overrun set at 47.5. Houston, four-point favorite. Kyler Murray, new Call of Duty coming out. He didn't look bad last week but he's definitely not a franchise guy, it seems like. Call of Duty coming out. We know he always does bad when the new Call of Duty's come out. CJ Stroud been balling on the other side, though. Yeah, and I'm curious what's going to happen to Kyler. I I, I was convinced the cards weren't even going to play him this year. I was, too. Just because they didn't want him to get hurt so they could trade him. You know, yeah. like if yeah. he gets hurt again, no one's going to buy him. And I think they're trying – I think they're, they were trying to get rid of him. I, I would imagine – Especially if things don't go well, they still would. Just their yeah. nightmares if he gets hurt again. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And on the other side, there you got the MVP, not the MVP, but the the rookie, rookie of, the of the year, year. the Roy. Dude, I think it's I think it's unanimous at yeah. this point. It has so to. I'm gonna take CJ Stroud. I am too, man. And shout out to that Houston organization. I think we talked about last season where like they were just like one or two pieces away, like. It, it seemed like things were there. They just weren't clicking. They've got their pieces now. I feel like they were a lot of pieces away. I think that's what surprised yeah, you. Me. Think so? I I thought they needed a lot Man. to get going. And granted, they had some young guys last year that you know they were a little competitive when mm-hmm. I think people wrote them off. And then this year, just a lot of young players that are that are stepping up. So. So maybe I'm just like a genius when it comes to this thing. Maybe yeah, you just, maybe I'm yeah. just like a savant at this thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think Demarco Ryan's got his boys rolling. CJ Stroud. I think he was one of the missing pieces in offense. I think that defense still needs a little work, but it's getting there. Give me Houston. Give me that minus four. I think they throttle Arizona. And now I think you're right. I think Kyler Murray's out of there. Who do you? I don't see them drafting Caleb Williams just because the whole Lincoln Riley thing. And like I, I just I don't know that that's a dumpster fire right now. I feel like Drake May, Drake May, Drake May, Mark May's son, Mark May, maybe, maybe <laughs> I, I'm not sold on May. But anyways, Bucks at 49ers over on set 41 and a half. San Fran 11 point favorite. They're feeling good. They're back in that win column. Mm. Yeah, I I'll take San Fran. Yeah. 11 points is a lot, but that's it not is. crazy. It's not crazy. And I feel like the Buccaneers are one of those teams where they're like, yo, they they can hang here, or it's like, oh, it's all right. They got throttled. Like, I feel like they're the they're they're like the surprise of the league. Like, yo, they're winning, or it's like that's what we expected from them. Give me San Fran. I don't like the minus eleven either. I'm with you. This is a team that I cannot wrap my head around. Offense, defense, special teams. Ken Dorsey's out at OC for Buffalo. I feel like it's not just the OC's fault. I feel like there's a whole 
there's a bigger issue there in Buffalo, but Jets host the sorry, Jets traveling the Bills over at 40 and a half. Buffalo six and a half point favorite. Jets looked decent last week. They were in that game. Buffalo just they did not look good, man. I don't believe in the Bills. I'm yeah. gonna take the Jets. Yeah, I just hmm. I think this is the first time in this show's history where like I'm not saying put him through a table. Yeah. Give me the Jets, man. Give me Fire Fire Ed. You know he's fired up. He's back on the sideline. You love to see that. We're up in the stands. Give me New York, man. I think they're more gritty. Wilson, I'll be honest here, did not look bad last week. If it wasn't for his own player playing DB and swatting the ball away, Jets win that game. <laughs> that crazy to me. Garrett Wilson should be furious. Mm. Um, yeah, give me the Jets. And let's talk about it real quick. Aaron Rodgers thinks he's coming back in December. Yeah, I think he – and this is where Jets need to win. Yeah. If they yeah. can just win a few games. Get that wild card. Keep spot. them in the hunt. Yeah, yeah. Rodgers, Rodgers will come back. Dude, if he comes back three months from a tornado like – I'm so – I hope it happens. I really do. Dude, whatever he's doing, people are going to study because, like, it's fucking wild. Whatever crystals he's, like – rubbing on himself and, and dirt he's eating. People are all in on it now. If like I've real I've realized he's still my favorite player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you know, just when he's not playing, I'm like, can you imagine? And like there's no one, there's no like what other legends are out there? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Like, you know, there's some legends in the making, are, but they're not there yet. Yeah. yeah. And like if Rogers was in, they're just like, oh my gosh. I, yeah. I have to watch this game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would love if he came back. Dude, that Tim so need would the be, Jets need the Jets to win. Need Tim's rolling in his grave if he comes back in three months. <laughs> his scientific brain cannot fucking compute it. <laughs> All right. Seahawks. Rams over us at 45 and a half. Seattle, one and a half point favorite on the road in LA. No, LA's not a tough place to play, though. Yeah, actually, Seattle is one of the most interesting teams this year. Yeah, um, I don't know. They're they're a dark horse, and, and you just you don't know what they're capable of. Yeah, I'm gonna take Seattle. I like them. I do too. They, I don't bet on them anymore. I learned my mistake after week six, but I'm here for this pickums. Give me Seattle to win. All right. Pastor not. Man, ever since you said that, I can't get out of my head. Mm-hmm. Danger Wilson. Vikings at Broncos. Overruns at 43 and a half. Denver two and a half point favorite, dude. We said Denver was dead. Sean Payton's a zombie. He's out of there. Russell Wilson should retire. I said it. I don't know if you said it, but I said they were dead. They're making me a fool right now. They're winning games they're not supposed to win. Dobbs or Wilson, who do you take here? Well, the thing about the Vikings – I said this, their schedule, they were going to get on a run. Yeah. yeah. And Kurt gets hurt. They're still on this run. They're still, and that's part of it is these are the favorable matchups. They're really going to have their work cut out from at the end of the year. Um, Like the, their final schedule. It's like the final four. They could be, they could lose like their last five games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is great that they're getting their confidence in. And this is another one. Uh, They've, they can they can win this one. Um, 
I don't know what Jefferson's status is yet. He's kind of like in the Aaron Rodgers camp. You know, if you're yeah. a fantasy owner of Jefferson, you need the Vikings to win so they're competitive enough to to put Jefferson in. I like Minnesota to win. And I think they can do it against a a tough defense, but a beatable defense. Yeah. Uh, Josh Dobbs, man. I am all in. I I loved him at Tennessee. I, I've kind of become a like a bandwagon Tennessee fan over the years of doing this podcast. I just I guess talking about them and their culture, baseball and football. I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, I know my Kentucky family's rolling in the grave right now, but mm. when he came out with that tweet with arms wide open, he's scrambling, <laughs> making things play, man. I have I am all in on Josh Dobbs right now. What scares me. It's supposed to snow in Denver Monday, Sunday night. This is a Sunday night game. Josh mm-hmm. Dobbs is from the South. He's Georgia, Tennessee. This he worries me. He just moved to Minnesota. He just moved. He's not ready for it. Got to get a little taste. Yeah. I, 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 I so bad I want to take Minnesota, but I think Denver finds a way here. I'm going to go Denver. Mm-hmm. My heart wants Dobbs, yeah. though. Monday night action, Super Bowl rematch. Once again, this is another Monday night match. Wow. Unlike this past Monday, yesterday, where it's like, yo, this is good. I can't wait to watch this. Last last night, I didn't care to watch it at all. It was Denver, Buffalo. I was like, whatever. Who cares? This is a Super Bowl rematch. Eagles at Chiefs. Overruns at 45 and a half. Kansas City, three-point favorite. They're afraid to play good teams on the road. Anyways, who do you take? Kelsey Bowl. Yeah. Um, Kel mm. Swift versus the sexiest man alive. This is tough. Oh, man. I'd probably take the Chiefs. Yeah. Even though, and, and maybe this will be a just a key turning point for the Eagles. <clears throat> maybe just like a reminder of kind of where they are and where their goal is, where their ambition is. I think the Chiefs win this game, but I think the Eagles have a deeper, a deeper playoff, a deeper postseason. I so, like that. So yeah, Casey to win this week, but Eagles Eagles can use it to their advantage. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think there's collusion in the NFL. I, I feel like the Chiefs, all their tough games, they play them at home. I feel like it's bullshit. Give me, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Blue collar mentality. Let's go in there. Let's take over their trap. Give me Philadelphia to win here. Hmm. That's it for our picks, man. Good little section here. Let's do our pub parlay and our random question. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Pub parlay. Who do you take? And we're already locking down. I just noticed your hat. Poppy? (laughs) Yeah. Shout out. Pub Sports Talk. It's coming out probably next week. I'll put it on the storefront. But there was no, like, so there's dad hats that say dad. There's nothing yeah. for the Spanish family. Obviously, my wife being oh. Salvadorian, we need something. So, Poppy, it's on there. It's got the little <laughs> rope, white and black. I got it custom made. It's got Pub Sports Talk on the side. That's coming to our Etsy store soon, so be on the lookout for it. Can you get the choker like uh, the dodgeball team? When, oh like, God. are you, you must be daddy. You must be daddy. Get, yeah, like, yeah, Poppy. All right. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you must be Poppy. You must be Poppy. Um, we talked about Raiders Dolphins and the twelve points. They're giving we're locking me. that in. You got to pick something else. In. That's 
Okay. You got three so leg parlay. So yeah. that's one leg. That's one leg. Okay. Let me look at college hoops. <clears throat> I like it. I'm here for it. Minus 12 Raiders. I, yeah, that just seems like an obvious. That just seems too much. College basketball schedule. This was my, you know, knock on fake wood. Um, <laughs> this was, I was like, that was my game last It was last your go-to, year. yeah. We had some weird matchups, though. Because we got, do we have to do Sunday? We No, no, we can do any day. NFL and even college football is locked in. The only thing. This would be – I don't know how good Indiana is, but number five UConn at Indiana on Sunday could be could be a tasty one. Okay. Let me see what the point spread is because we could just play it safe and do points. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I just – you know, Indiana hoops – you can you can almost put your house on it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Put the more. Let's just on. take with the point. We'll take the points. I don't know what they are yet, but if it's like UConn eight points, yeah. Let's just let's take Indiana cover. Indiana cover. I like it. I you. Yeah. Bob Knight, RIP. He's looking out for that one. Um, let me take you to Beaver Stadium. I'm sorry, Rooster Stadium. Washington traveling to Oregon State. Oregon State is a two and a half point favorite against the number five team in the country. If Washington loses this, playoffs dead, done. Pac 12 is not representing the playoffs if they lose this game. Give me Washington to win. I, I think they have too much on the line. They have a Heisman favorite. They win against Oregon State. Now, uh, betters out there, let me give you a tasty little dangerous parlay, dangerous solo games, however you want to put it. Maryland hosting Michigan. Little Tua. JJ McCarthy did not look good. Okay. Now, this is not a part of the pub parlay. This is just my little two cents here. Maryland is coming in this game. They're hosting. They're a dog. They're 19-point favorites. They cover that minus 19. Okay, so Maryland minus 19. Then we wait. Georgia, Tennessee. Number two, Georgia. Number 13, Tennessee. Georgia's a 10-point favorite. I think you go Georgia minus 10. I think Tennessee's a fraud. So Georgia minus 10. You got Maryland to cover minus 19. I got one more for you. App State money line. Our destiny's in our hands here against JMU. College game day's there. We got to control our destiny. Give me App State money line. That's my dangerous picks for the weekend. So keep that in mind. Don't put them in a parlay because they all three definitely won't hit. <laughs> but think about it. All right. Random question. We got one real quick. Mm. It's tough. Man. I got one for you. I saw it going on TikTok. So if we like it, we, we like it. If not, it's fine. Okay. Okay. All five of your fingers can dispense a different liquid. What liquid are they dispensing? So if I get five liquids? You get five liquids. 
Okay. Water. Okay. D1. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm trying to think what Asheville beer. Um, mm-hmm. Can I get the Highland? This is dangerous stuff. Uh, can I get the Highland? Uh, their coconut. Um, the Cold Mountain? Yeah. The yeah, coconut Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain, cold okay. Mountain with, with the coconut. It's their yeah, seasonal. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They only yeah, do it. dangerous stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd borderline be an alcoholic. I think if, good, I, if I had that, um, put a little bit. Yeah. What about? Ooh, man, the last two are tough. Our last three. Three. Yeah. I really want to do milk. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do. Uh, You've been in Wisconsin too long. Icy milk. cold milk. God, I crazy. almost said chocolate milk, but I, I think I got to go regular milk. I would go chocolate milk, but yeah, all right. Regular milk. This is your list. This is your list. I get two more. Um, how about a nice Merlot wine? Being and And, uh, oh, let's just do, um, do a Cherry Coke Zero. I don't need the I don't need the calories, but a, a big cherry coke guy. You get that cold mountain in there. I wouldn't want to do the calories because I would stop using that finger. You know, it's like I'd just be like, <laughs> I'm well, up twenty pounds. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So let me get the cherry coke zero, and okay. then I can I can have as much as I want. So yeah, I got a little bit of everything. I got wine, I got mm. beer, milk, I a little like soda, that. and then water because you need water. So I don't hate that. You know, I've never had Cherry Coke Zero. Maybe I'll have to try it. All right. I'll go water because you need water. I like the cold mountain. So give me cold mountain. I- I'm here for it. The coconut, I'll take any I'll take any cold mountain. If I could like get a rotation of it, that'd be great, but can't. So any cold mountain I can take. Um you had milk, so I'm gonna go with something gross on my end. I'm gonna go cherry pedialyte. I love cherry pedialyte. Oh my gosh. Love it, man. <laughs> um Give me milk's not gross, by the way. Milk and Pedialyte are like not the same. Milk is gross. <laughs> milk <laughs> is so gross to me. I can't do it. No, dude. Uh, <laughs> give me uh give me some some pre-workout. We'll do uh right now I'm into Alpha Lions Hulk juice right now. So give me some Hulk juice in there. All right, that's, keep a little that's energy. Your milk. That should be your milk. Yeah, that's my milk. All right. Actually, let's change it. I'll go black coffee for that fourth one. Let me give me the oh, caffeine. Black coffee. I forgot about coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, you might get real mad. <laughs> no. My fifth Damn. one. Give me gasoline. I never had to pay. Oh, that's tank. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. That's yeah. smart. I had time to think about this though. Yeah, that's no. smart. Yeah. yeah, I missed on coffee. That would've been great. Yeah. Gas would be weird. I don't like. There could be some accidents with that. You know. <laughs> Like you don't want to. You had one too many cold mountains. You're like, oh, you're sta- you know, you're sitting around a campfire and you, you know, <laughs> something. You, you know. point at somebody, ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, oh, oh I had a. What was? Damn it! I was thinking. Damn it! I just had a thought too. Ugh, lost. It'll it. come to you. Hey, I had a, I had a great joke and I, I lost it. What an episode with the legend. Imani Edwards can't thank him enough. Can't thank enough for House United and the guys over there setting this up. I, I shout out to them. Go out, get the meet and greets, 
go support House United. I love their jerseys. I love their shirts. They do awesome work. Uh, I remembered it. Yeah. Imagine cooking like with water, milk, you know, just like you just, that's where I, I don't know. I just, I was nerding out a little bit. I was like, I could just cook like when I need milk, I would just do a little of that. How many times do you cook with milk? Uh, If you make mac and cheese or if you make like (laughs) cream based soups or um, I'm trying to think. That's wild, man. Yeah. I can't every think of the last time then. I really Every now and, and then you need milk. You need some milk. I like it. I like it. Hey, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a wonderful time. Take care of each other. Let's go. I like it. That was a good little wholesome message. Oh, oh my God. I can't figure out my we outro would, still. We would be the bad boys. <laughs> Three years in the game, we can't figure it out. <laughs> we would beat the Tomer out of the other team. I'm just going to go out and say it. Joey Chestnut has to be on the podium. Joey Chestnut has to be. Has to be on I the mean, has, has to be. Dramatic, man. That was, that was a journey. <laughs> First time on air. Anything to say to Luan here to get him back? Look, bro, there, there are stories I could tell people about Luan. For, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep those right here. I'm going to let him live. <laughs> hey, shout out to Matt being Wisconsin, man. He was over here statewide. Know. Had some wild things he said in the group chat. Dude, he's crazy. (laughs) Matt's life unhinged, but I'm here for it. He's crazy.